Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach and let's build that million dollar pipeline together. Text the word money to 844-949-1984. That's the word money to 844-949-1984 to begin your million dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Blue Collar BS with your co-hosts, Brad, and I am Brad, and I am Steve. You are correct. Uh, So Brad and are back here with some more business solutions and things that are going on in the world today that we find that uh, we think we can bring some value to you as our blue collar business owners. And today's topic is an article about us Gen Xers, us meaning me, Steve. Yeah. Uh And the benefits that are coming out (laughs) and the and the benefits that Gen Xers are looking for as we continue to age in the workforce and boomers are leaving and now we're at the top end of that age train. It's an article from Smart Brief that came through. You know, Gen Xers want different benefits and companies that are answering the call. Who actually wrote this article, Steve? Do you have a byline on this? Uh, Rebecca M. Knight. Okay. And we'll have the link in our in our show notes for the article. So what did you find interesting about this article, Stephen? So let's kind of peel it back at the at the top. So us as Gen Xers, yes, I am a Gen Xer. I might be a younger Gen Xer, Brad, but I still am in the category. Don't even fit in Zillennial. I'm in solid with Gen Xers. But what we're looking for from, from employers, if we if we were, you know, in the employed world. you know, what we're looking for is how we kind of fit in right now with the workplace is we are taking care of our, most of us are taking care of our parents as they're aging. Um, And we also have school age kids. Some of them are, for those that are younger, uh, my kids are uh, in middle school and high school. For those of us that are older, they're out of college. Yeah, they're on their own. Um, They're they're productive members of society. I have done my job and passed them along. Right. So we kind of have an interesting dynamic when you look at Gen X for what our needs are, because our needs are different. But the should one thing that's coming into what should have happened. Should shouldn't have waited. You well, know, whatever. No. Needed life and experience life first, yeah. then have kids. That, I was being that is a millennial thing, just so you know. I, I am being responsible, whatever. Let me have some fun first before I have kids. I don't need to wait. <laughs> What we're looking for is, you know, as we we that are that are taking care of our parents, there's going to be times where we have to leave and we're going to need to, to take time off 
to take care of our parents. At the same time, we have to take care of our kids that are still in school. So we need that flexibility. And so that's what we talk about in this article we kind of relate with, at least I relate with, is the different types of um, care that is that we are looking for that needs to be offered from the workplace. So I just wanted to set right. everybody up with kind of like the premise for what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, the article goes and says, we're talking about services that potentially impact one's children and one's parents. Organizations are not only providing financial assistance, they're building a strong emotional connection. They're showing that they care, which goes back to the things we've talked about in attracting younger talent is going through that whole purpose and the Maslow hierarchy of needs and, and different things. And not just about the mm-hmm. dollars, not just about my paycheck, but how do I live my life along the way? You know, employers aren't offering these new benefits out of pure altruism, obviously, because we're in business to make money. That's our primary function is to make money. Right. Programs are, you know, relatively cost effective and they're tailored to employees needs. Uh, I've got a gentleman that's in my network that is a healthcare broker. And we were talking through some, some things that are going on there and with the credits and the opportunities and the things for small business owners to even provide a la carte or almost no cost benefit, zero cost to the employer type benefits to even that three to five to 15 person organization is, yep. is just mind blowing what's available. If you're willing to take the time to go out and look, because it's not mandated when you're in that under 50 crowd here in the US. It's it's an option and you have a choice. Uh, and employers need to make that choice because the older employees are going to be looking for that and may not stick around once their spouse goes and goes through early retirement or those different things that happen. So what benefits did you see that they were talking about in this article that you thought was very interesting? Because we're quote unquote midlife, right? And and I'm going to look at, you know, because we both have spouses and it was never brought up when, when we were in the working area, when we were in corporate, but there was nothing that I ever remember for menopause, like in menopause support. Nope. There wasn't even the uh, husbandity time off, paternity time. Right. Exactly. So had a kid? Yeah, show Which up tomorrow. I find yeah, exactly. Which I find that to be very interesting that it's now being considered in the workplace for people to take care of, which is I, honestly, I think it's great because it's something that, you know, it happens. It needs to, we need to take care of it as, you know, leaders in society. Yeah, we need to be on the lookout for things like that. How that actually translates is more of like more of like a concierge type of care benefit that we're looking for from a Gen X perspective. Like how can we actually yeah, do I found that? This, as yeah, I found aging. this very interesting because they're talking about this company in this article, Gen Tech's workforce, 54% women on uh, the average age of their employees is 45. So they're pre-planning the yeah. opportunity for what's going on with that uh, physical and emotional health that's going on as, as women get to that point. I can speak nothing to it, live through it. I'm living through it, but I'm not, not my own, <laughs> not my thing, so to speak. Right. I just have to, I just have to, right. I just have to be empathetic and understand and go, okay, move on. Let's, let's figure it out. Yep. And then, you know, it's 
as as with the for like the older workers, it's you know there's a thing out there called grand grandternity leave, which is for grandparents to take a leave of absence, which blows my mind that it would even be considered for you know grandparents to take time off to help their kids. Well, but think about that. So so I was so while I was at right. Bizarre's, right, the number one yep. reason for retirement, the number one reason for retirement that the, the folks that I worked with that were still capable of working and they decided to leave the workforce was to take care of their grandkids. That was mm-hmm. the, that was that was usually the number one reason why people were saying, yep, I'm done so I can go spend time with my grandkids, which I find very interesting for that generation because did they is it, is it a guilt trip is it i feel guilty because i didn't spend time with my children to because mm-hmm. i spent my time working to do those things because uh, you know we, that's what we did that's what was going on and that's what we had to do and now it's we have opportunity and because of socioeconomics things and life is different and daycare is freaking out outlandish right i mean okay so oh so grandma and grandpa are going to retire so they take care of the grant so they can take care of the grandkids one or two days well if grandma and grandpa still want to work why would you not figure out how to give them the part-time gig and keep them employed versus saying hey you can only have one or the other you either have to work Mm full-time or you can't be here employed anymore why would you do that Right. Yeah, absolutely. So if I find this article very interesting as it's talking about some of these additional benefits that you and I, when we were in corporate, wasn't even a thing. You didn't even, wasn't even brought up because you never even thought about it. Right. And it wasn't talked about. And as, as the age, as the work environment continues to change, and adapts to some of these new quote unquote ways of thinking. We in the blue collar space typically kind of have our, have our guards up about, well, you know, that's just kind of like what happens in corporate. We're blue collar. Just, just shut up and do the, do the job that's required. And, you know, these are, these are the benefits you get. You don't, you don't get these quote unquote fluffy benefits. Right. Well, some of the things that you're thinking about if you're in the blue collar world as well is particularly if you're in the construction or, right? The body beating industries of the world, welding, different things, mm-hmm. how, and, and if you're a small organization where you, you, you're not going to have 15 people behind in the next man up type scenario, how do you protect right. that employee from a disability perspective or from just all of the wear and tear so that they can continue to earn a living, bring value, be around to teach and educate versus, going out and saying, Oh, you know what? You're not going to pay me to, to be here to do this. So I'm going to go get my part, my, I'm going to leave and go do whatever, even though there's still a value to the organization and and finding ways to have benefits to help on that disability side. There's starting to be some things that are creeping up from what I can get out of this article as well. Um, How do we protect that? How do we protect their income so that they're willing to stay, even though their job may change? And, and so uh, the business owners out there, the CFOs that might be out there listening, the HR professionals that are out there listening, go talk to your insurance folks. Go talk to your um, 
you know, your, your Northwestern mutual advisors, your, your large organization type financial advisors, and see if there are different ways to create benefit plans to avoid the problem you're going to have when you're ready to sell that business as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so finding that opportunity is going to be super beneficial for them. Was there anything else that saw that you saw in there that was uh, challenging to you? Um, something that was challenging, I found to be very eye-opening, was some of the other things that they're actually offering to other generations that, to me, just kind of blew my mind. So how, how the article actually started off was is to attract younger talent. We're talking gen the Gen Zs. Right. Is you know, the employers are now offering loan assistance for them. I was like, what? Why Why are we offering, you know, debt assistance to somebody, like helping them out with things? I'm like, that's interesting. And also for mental health for them. Like companies are actually offering f- to attract Gen Zs mental health coverage, which has never been on the books Prior to, to a couple of years. Well, there's always something, but and it was part for, of that employee assistant package, right? I mean, you had it probably at, at Meritor. You probably had the, here's your employee assistance package. And if you want to talk to somebody, here it is. There's a little bit, there's a little yeah, bit of coverage, you, you, but right. there's there, not much, but there's something. Yeah, there was, there was a phone number you could call. I remember putting these, you know, these little, how are you feeling today? Smiley faces on the, on my uh, overhead bin and it was a magnet and you would you know mine was always smoke. really shocked <laughs> so surprised <laughs> shocking um every now and then it, it's it hit mischievous when we get that get that inkling um <laughs> at least at least once a day yeah. but <laughs> the other and the other thing for millennials in this article talked about fertility care and caregiving. So I found that the, just more eye-opening, like, oh, never thought that was a thing. Never thought about that. So the fact that there are things out there that are being brought to life and challenged can be a challenge to blue-collar business owners. So like, oh, this is different. Like, why would we ever need that? You never know. And it's to be open with that mindset of, hey, how can we help attract other people to our organization and sometimes benefits that are outside the norm might be a way for you to kind of help separate yourself from the pack, especially when everyone is quote unquote fighting for the same people, Correct, which is also bullshit. Um, correct. It is, it is BS as well. Um, and it is, there are many ways to skin a cat and fair, mm-hmm and equal are different and you can be fair with your employees without being equal to them Correct. Um, based on their situations and what's going on. Now you have to be a good leader. You have to be able to manage that. You have to understand that and you need to set those expectations along the way to make that happen. However, fair and equal are not the same. And just because, and it's, it's in everybody's organizations If we just take the, the sales team Versus the finance team. Why do the sales guys right. and gals, why do they always get to go to get lunch and their lunch is paid for and they get to go to all these trips and they get to go to these trade shows and they get to go have all these vacations. 
okay, but they also get to answer the phone 24 hours a day. They also get to mm-hmm. um, travel on the weekends because that's where they got to get to the customers and do those things. And all. whereas the finance team, right? Um, why do you get to come in at nine o'clock and leave at four o'clock and not have anything to worry about ever again because the numbers aren't going to change and they'll just be there when you get there. So there, yeah, there's absolutely. this trade-off that has to happen, but the organization needs to understand where those benefits are and what the expectations are for each role and what you can, what can make that happen. And uh, that was yeah. always that was always the fun conversation with the sales between sales and finances. You guys are spending too much. Yeah, but we're bringing in revenue. No, you're spending too yeah. much. No, but you're bringing in revenue. Uh huh. Right. Absolutely. Well, this is a great uh, topic that you brought forward, Brad. So thank you very much for the uh, conversation All right. today, uh, and uh, thank you for being here today again, Mr. Doyle. And uh, the the blue collar solutions that we try to that we're working to continue to provide. Um, Oh, by the way, I know this show will air way later than what had happened, but congratulations on your Indian audience that you have brought to the show as we broke through <laughs> Apple Podcasts' top 200 list and peaked at 189 <laughs> under careers uh, in India uh, in the month of October. So uh, thank you All to the, the listening audience that Mr. Doyle has brought forward. So we appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. So, all right, sir. Have a thank you. Have a uh, great rest of your week. Okay. All right. All right yeah, you too. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show. As feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue collar businesses strong for generations to come. <laughs>